All right. I have a question for you. What do you know that you need to be doing in your business and you're not doing it? I'm not talking about the moments where we legitimately don't know what we need to do, but what do you need to be doing? Like, you know, you need to do the thing and yet you're not doing it. What is going on? What's up with that? And what can we do about it? So some examples, some of the, I kind of see this usually um, falls into two different formats. Number one, I would call the low barrier things that we still don't do. And by low barrier, I mean, we know we need to do Facebook lives. We know we need to do YouTube videos. We know we need to go to higher level networking events. Um, We know we need to do direct outreach to keep in touch with people. We know we need to get booked on podcasts. None of those things are expensive. None of those things are hard. None of those things take a million steps to get ready to do them. They don't take any money. Okay, except maybe the networking one. But we don't do them. We know we need to do them. And then we find ourselves not doing them. And then this also manifests in a different way where there's also things we know we need to do to grow our business. And these things are more complicated, right? Maybe it's creating automated funnels for keeping in touch with prospects. Maybe it's SEO on your website, right? Some more technical, complicated things. And we know we need to do them to grow our business. But what we end up doing is spending a ton of time, which is your absolute most valuable resource because we can't get that back, right? We spend so, so much time trying to figure out how to do it. we, We try to learn how to do these things ourselves instead of going out there and doing other things that would get us a faster return on our investment. So that doesn't mean having an automated sequence for your prospects is a bad thing. It doesn't mean having your own podcast is a bad thing. It doesn't mean having good SEO on your website is a bad thing. But all of those things are complicated. And we often dig in to figuring it all out ourselves, even when that's not what we do a good job at. And we're very busy, busy, busy doing hard, hard things. But the rate of return on our investment, those are the long game, right? Sometimes they're the long game. Sometimes if we're talking about, if we want to get into SEO and Facebook ads, we're talking about things that the the goal of what we're doing is a moving target. The algorithms change. You're never going to catch up to them. And so I find business owners that I talk to spending a crazy amount of time trying to figure out the Facebook algorithm instead of going and building their business in ways that would have a more immediate return on their efforts. So if we just look at these two examples, what is going on? Why do we do that? There's two main reasons behind this problem of knowing what we need to do and not doing it, either literally just not doing it or burying ourselves in difficult work that shouldn't be ours to do, that in effect have us avoiding the thing that would move us forward more quickly. And the first one I just call fear. 
And I call it fear so that I know what I'm talking about. I like to be very direct with that so I know what I'm dealing with. And I just call it fear. So how do you know if it's fear that's stopping you? Think of those low barrier to entry things that I just mentioned. They're not hard to do. So if you consciously want to do them and then you find yourself not doing them, odds are it's fear. Because again, these are low barrier to entry activities. So why wouldn't we just do them? Why wouldn't we just do them? So one of the things is it's fear. This doesn't mean that you should beat yourself up. Like, let me give you this insight real quick. This does not mean that you should be beating yourself up over not doing the easy things. It means that if you know these are easy things to do and you're still not doing them, this is very important data to have. This is important data to have because it gives us some insight as to what a problem might be that's stopping us so we can go to work on fixing it. And the second related reason um, of why we focus on the wrong things or we don't get the real help we need is so many times we don't see ourselves as the person who hires an expert, right? We don't see ourselves as the person who professionally does the things that we're trying to do. So why is that a problem? Because first and foremost, your brain loves to be right. Our brains love to be right. And if you have a particular image, if you have a particular image over who is somebody that gets booked on podcasts or who is somebody who hires an agency to run their Facebook ads, if you don't see yourself as that person, your brain is not going to let you go be that person because your brain loves to be right. And now if you add in all the stories that we have of who someone is that hires help, who someone is that has a media kit and gets booked on podcasts, who someone is that focuses and does the high level things in their business and gets the help they need, for the tactical things. If you have a story in your head of what that person is and who that person looks like and you don't see yourself that way, your brain is not going to let you do it. And yes, what we have here is our conscious thoughts of what we want to be doing and our conscious programming and fear and neuroscience basically working against each other. Our brain, two parts of our brain, literally butting heads, working against ourselves. What does that result in? Frustration, confusion, overwhelm, disappointment. Those feelings are very often what happens when the subconscious programming and fear in your brain is butting up against what you consciously want to be doing. That's how you know what's going on. And these situations fall into the category I call give yourself a break, but don't let yourself off the hook. Give yourself a break because this is hard. You're up against neuroscience. This is hard. But that doesn't mean that you get to let yourself off the hook. If you want the business you set out to have, if you want the life that that business can support, 
then you're going to have to find your way to break through these things that are stopping you so that you can do what you know you need to do to move your business forward. So we're up against neuroscience, but it's no excuse to give up. So these ideas of fear and self-identity and what happens when those are the two things that are stopping us from doing the thing we know we need to do. Fear of being judged, right? So we don't put ourselves out there. Fear of being rejected. So we don't ask people, hey, I know I could help you that with that. Would you like to know how? Fear of someone not liking us, right? Fear of someone like not liking us. So we don't use our voice as strongly as we could. And then our stories about who we are. I'll give you some of my examples. I'm not fancy. I'm not formal. And only fancy and formal people have fill in the blank X, Y, Z, right? And then you have the stories that other people kind of buy into to reinforce the stories we're trying to break free of. And I'll give you a perfect example of that. I went shopping the other day. I went shopping last week because I had a photo shoot and I needed some new clothing for it. And the woman at the store who was very nice and trying to help me kept asking me what I was looking for. What was the event that I was needing these clothes for? And every time I would say to her that it was for a photo shoot for my business, she would immediately move me towards the blue blazer and plain shell that went under it. And I had to repeat myself over and over and over again that that's not what I mean by business. That's not what I mean by business. And that was something I had to work to break through. That's an identity and a story that I had to work to break through because I come out of um, financial services. I come out of the corporate version of financial services where everything is very conservative. And there is a very specific image of what business people look like. And I never felt that I looked that way. And so it's taken me a while to do the work that I need to do to be able to show up authentically me and know that the story of what someone else has is of what a business person looks like doesn't have to be my story. So how can you do this for yourself? How can you do this for yourself to where you get to the point where you can actually do the things you know you need to do to move forward? I'll give you my favorite examples, right? So when you know you're dealing with fear, if there's something you need to be doing and you know you're not doing it, it's very obvious. We know what we need to do. We know when we're not doing it. This is not a secret you have to figure out. One of the things I look at is what is an easier version of it that I can do? What's an easier version of the scary thing that I'm willing to do? So my example for that is maybe you know you need to start doing Facebook Lives, LinkedIn Lives, Facebook Lives, whatever it is. You know you want to do that, but that freaks you out. That's fine. That freaked me out for a long time. Can you start with recorded videos? That's how I started. I started with recorded videos because those didn't scare me. 
Now, it took an hour to get a five-minute video that I was willing to put out into the universe when I first started. But hey, at least I got started. The idea is to build momentum with the small wins so that your brain stops thinking that you're basically trying to kill it by doing the thing that scares you. So what is it that you want to be doing ultimately? And then what's a smaller version of it that would work for now so you can build momentum? And this also means, by the way, for with this example of videos, not worrying about what the Facebook algorithm think is the best way to do things, not worrying about Instagram and LinkedIn and the optimal way of using these platforms. Right now, we're just trying to get your ball rolling. We'll worry about optimization later. What is an activity you can do that will move you toward the thing you're avoiding? So that's number one, my favorite way to break through fear. And the second piece goes back to who do we need to be? What story are we telling ourselves? So using my example again of I'm not fancy and I'm not formal. If I really look at it, if I really look at it, to me, someone who is fancy and someone who is formal shows up in confidence, right? They show up confidently. So where am I not showing up confidently? Because I don't want to be the person who wears the fancy clothes. It's not me. It's not what I like. It's not how I'm comfortable. But I do want to show up in the confidence that I see those people exhibiting. So what does that mean for me? What does that mean for me? And what does it mean for you? The stories that you're telling yourself about who you're not. Take a look at what the feelings are that are exhibited by the image that you have. And what could you be doing to tap into that feeling? Right? It's not that you need to become someone else. More often than not, there is a feeling that in your head is represented by this other image that you're not feeling. So going back to my example, I wanted to feel more confident. I don't have to be fancy and I don't have to be formal to feel more confident. So what can I be doing differently in the way that I'm showing up that helps me move toward being more confident? So in this example, I use the term show up looking put together. I don't have to be fancy and I don't have to be formal, but it does make me feel more confident when I look put together, when I am wearing clothes that look good on me and that I feel good in. And I'm real casual, so I like myself a hoodie and some sweatpants, but I don't feel confident when I wear a hoodie and sweatpants. I feel comfy but I don't feel confident. So what's my version of that? What's your version of a step you can take toward feeling the feeling that you need to have in order to move forward? Right now I'm doing, I'm calling it show up looking put together in clothes that look good on my current body, not my 30 year old body that I'm obsessing over not having anymore. Hint, hint of what's going on in my head, but Show up looking put together so that I have confidence so that I am more likely 
to be able to break through the fear and do the thing I said I wanted to do. And that's why I feel that fear and self-image, they're just so intertwined. And what are some small steps you could take to break through your fear? Small steps you could take toward the feeling you want to have for your self-image that can build on your momentum and keep you moving forward. So how do we do this? We decide what we want. We decide what we want. We decide what we need to do. We decide what we need to do to move us in that direction. It's not all or nothing, right? One step at a time. We decide what we need to do to move in that direction. And then we commit to those steps. We commit to those steps. It's not about being perfect. It's about not about never showing up in a hoodie because you've all seen me there, right? It's not about being perfect. It's about knowing what we want, knowing what we need to do, catching ourselves when we slip, and just recovering a little bit faster each 